Hashem decides he wants to take the Jews out of Mitzrayim. So what does he do? He sees Moshe Rabbeinu outside of Mitzrayim because he didn't go into into Egypt because it was Erva Sa'aretz. It was a most Tinufi Avodah Zarah. Hashem did it. It's like Las Vegas. Hashem says, I don't go there. Moshe Rabbeinu is outside. What's he doing? Shepherding. He shepherded Moshe. That's all he was. Hashem wants to get his attention. How does he get his attention? The burning bush. Why a burning bush, says the Nesiv Shalom. It could have been elephants floating in the air. could have been a light show. A lot of different ways of getting somebody's attention. Why a burning bush? The answer is as follows. Moshe Rabbeinu thought, Klal Yisrael is Oiv De'avay Klal Yisrael is on the bottom of the world. They were dancing, clubbing with shiksis. They were doing all kinds of bad things. They gave up believing in Hashem. Hashem doesn't run the world. This cow runs the world. So I don't believe that they're not fit to be redeemed. So Hashem starts off this entire story by showing him there's a bush. It's on fire but it's not consumed. Klal Yisrael is on fire, the fire of Tumul raging all around it. But the essence of, a klal, of klal Yisrael, of every Yid, is not touched. Mamish is not touched even by even by everything. Fine. Moshe Rabbeinu gets the message. He says, wow, I guess they could be redeemed. Tells Hashem, but what's going to happen? I'm going to go back to tell them. And they're not going to believe me. So Hashem says, hang on, no problem. What's in your hand? Right? Now, first of all, Moshe was saying, listen, I saw the bush, but I don't have little portable bushes that are on fire. So how am I going to show them that even though they're bad, that Hashem still believes that their internal essence is good, is real? Okay? So Hashem says, Mazeba what's in your hand? And he says, Mata. And Hashem says, throw it down, becomes a snake, take it by the tail, it becomes a stick. Think about this Nasiva Shalom's mind boggling. It changes everything. It changes everything. First of all, Mazeba Yodacha, Hashem didn't know what's in his hand. Hashem didn't know he is, and what's in your hand? And second of all, so Hashem says, What's in your hand? A stick. Oh great, I got a great stick trick. <laughs> like, oh, wow, perfect. I'm so happy. What do you have in your hand? A deck of cards. Great. <laughs> I have a great card trick. What's going on over here? Third of all, what does he tell him to do? Throw the stick, it becomes a snake. We know later that Parai's guys also knew how to do that. Yes, his stick ate his stick, but the idea of a stick becoming a snake, whoa, not such a big trick. What's going on? Also, after he throws down the stick into a snake, he takes it back and becomes a stick. Bipashtus, the way we look at this, why did, why did he need the stake to come back to become a stick? So he could take it for his next show. That wasn't the trick. The trick is it became a snake. A snake. If it could become a stake, that would be even better. It became a snake. But turning it back into a stick, okay, because so, he needs to go pack up for his next show. Listen what's happening. Then Hashem tells him, I got one trick. And if that doesn't work, I got a second trick. And if that doesn't work, I got a third trick. I don't understand. Why don't you just give your best trick? Why is Hashem playing games? What was the message of the Isis? Listen to this. It's Gavaldig. Okay? Hashem says, what's in your hand? A stick has two Hebrew names. Amata 
and a makal. Same stick. If you use it to hit somebody, it's a makal chovlin. It's called a makal. A mate she'alav nish'onim. A mate is a walking stick that you rely on. Hashem said, the stick in your hand, what is it? He says, it's a matef me'oylam habinyon. It's something positive. It's something helpful. Hashem says, take this helpful thing, throw it into the artsius. It turns into a seething snake. Why a snake? Because if it's an animal, you could use it to, to do things. A snake has no toyelis, right? Vayonas, Moshe gets scared. You're talking to Hashem and you get scared of a snake? Another, another chiddush. It can't be that he got scared of a snake. He's talking to God. You know what he got scared of? Look how you could take a Yiddish, a Yiddish child. Amate, oilam abinyon, chelikalakamimal. And he gets thrown into the artsiest, into the, into the, into the world. Right? And he could become a seething snake. I want to burn down all the rabbis, I'm molesters, I'm an atheist, I want to burn down all the yeshivas. Right? It's scary. Moshe Rabbeinu was frightened to see how something so good can turn into something so har- horrible. Hashem says, don't be scared. Take it back. Not in his face. He didn't say grab his face. Why not? Hashem knew he's not going to bite him. Take it, take it by the tail. Don't challenge him. Don't challenge him. Don't go into his face with a face-to-face combat. Head-to-head. Don't, don't, don't. Go to the tail activities and take it back in your embrace. And with your loving embrace, it turns back into a stick. That's the message you're going to tell Klal Yisrael. You think you're so bad, even if you're like a snake, you can easily return to be your essence of who you really are. According to this, the chap of the trick was not that it became a snake. The whole chap was that a snake could become a stick. Isn't that beautiful? A whole different thing. He didn't just need a stick for the next show. That was the message. But maybe they're not going to believe me. Why wouldn't they believe you? Because they're going to say, listen, the snake had no choice because you, you threw it against his will into the ground. But we do have Bechira. And we made bad choices. And now our Ruchnius is dead. Hashem says, oh, so then I have another one for you. If they're not going to believe you because they think that the only reason they became a snake was against their will, put your hand inside. Where? Bechekai. Take it out, it's mace. Mace, like a dead person. A is like a mace. And even if the Ruchnius is dead, put it here. Isn't it interesting? Put it here. Warm him up. Put him by your heart. With your loving embrace, it could easily return. I've seen kids that you would look at them, and I could tell you their rap sheet, I could tell you what they've done, I could tell you their avarice, and you will say, impossible to return impossible, this kid can never return, I can tell you, I wish I could tell, look over there and bring them in. File in, married, from, erluch, amazing, functioning, don't give up, because the essence is toiv. So even if it looks white like a Mitzayr, it's dead, still you should know that it can return back. How? With Maishu Rabbeinu, the leaders, the tati, the mami, the leaders, embracing those those that feel dead and right away it's going to turn into something very much alive and very beautiful with a bright future. And if they still don't believe you, see he says take water, turn it into upside down and see it's going to be blood. What was the message? The message is there are so many things that Mayim stands for, Taiva and all bad things and we think that 
this is going to make us happy, and we, we serve that, that, that idol, so to speak. But it's all blood. All of that influence, it all leads to blood. And with these messages, Klal Yisrael is going to understand that I really want to take them out. Because Moshe Rabbeinu was worried. He said, without any ISIS, before I have any signs, I see the sneh. I believe in you, Hashem. I believe that you want to take them out. But I'm going to go back to them. They're not going to believe me. Ask the Nesiva Shalom. But we're Maminim B'nai Maminim. Why would we not believe in Hashem? Says the Nesiva Shalom, of course we believe in Hashem. We didn't believe in ourselves. Moshe Rabbeinu comes and says, listen everybody, they're in the middle of Oiv De'av in the middle of serving of, of idols, and Hashem, Hashem wants you. They're going to say, me? Imagine Friday night. Friday night, Moshe Rabbeinu, Eliyahu Anavi gets off of his white donkey in Manhattan by a club. Goes upstairs and he sees Nabach Yiddish over there. And they're smoking and they're doing all Averis. And he says, Hashem sent me to redeem you. They're going to say, we don't believe you. Why? Because they don't believe in God? No. Me? After everything I did? Hashem wants me? Impossible. Not because they don't believe in God. They don't believe in themselves. So Hashem says, I'm going to give you these eyesights to show them that they should believe in themselves. That even though they're a snake, they're acting like a snake, just by being embraced, their essence is taiv. They come from the Olam Habinyan. Even though they feel like a Mitzayra, with the right embrace and acceptance, they can turn Vishav and they're going to be able to return and to be something so beautiful. That was the message. Kids today, they don't believe in themselves. They don't believe that Hashem still wants them. And this answers another question. Hashem tells Moshe Rabbeinu in the beginning, go to Paray and tell him, B'ni B'chayri Yisrael. Firstborn. Lashon Ahava and Chiba. Shalom, I don't understand. Why did Hashem call us such a Lashon, such a language of love? I love you so much. Tell Paray, do you know who you're messing with? My firstborn. You're messing with my first beloved, my first child who I love so much. Why? We were on the Mem Tashari Tumah. Exactly. Hashem didn't say B'ni B'chari Yisrael by Matan Torah. Hashem didn't say B'ni B'chari Yisrael when we were doing okay. He said specifically a Mem Tashari Tumah to teach us that we are B'ni B'chari Yisrael even in the lowest, lowest level. We have to believe in ourselves and our essence that we are really taiv. We struggle. Sheva Yipal Tzadik Vikam. We struggle, but we have to get up. The problem is when we stop believing in ourselves. Says the Nasiva Shalom, it's so beautiful. Bini Bechairi Yisrael, Hashem said, when we were on the Memtashari Tumah. And the Medrash asks, I have a question for you. Hashem has two Bechairim. Bini Bechairi Yisrael, but there's another Bechar. Angels are called Bnei Elikim. Two children, two banim. B'nai Elikim are angels. And really, who was created first? Angels. Which one does Hashem love more? Does Hashem love more? Medrash yes. The B'nai Elikim or the banim atem l'ashem alikeichem. Who does Hashem love more? The angels. They get a hundred on everything. They never mess up. No Egel, no Lashon Hara, no Chorban Bayis Rishain, no Chet, no Slach Lanu, Nothing. Or, Banim Atam Hashem Lekeichem. 
Do you know how much sin and pain that we caused Hashem? How much confusion and darkness? And yet the Medrash says, I don't know which one Hashem loves more. Or and for the Medrash, the Medrash answers, Rabbi Yaisi says, because it says, B'ni B'chayri Yisrael on Klal Yisrael, that's a Lushan of love, Ahava, B'chiba, you are my firstborn, even though he created angels first, to show us that Hashem loves us with all of our dysfunction. He loves us more than heavenly angels. Isn't that beautiful? And that's why he chose to say that when we were on the depths of the lowest of the low. Because we need to know and to remember, to remind ourselves. And that's why every mitzvah, Zeichel Etzias Mitzrayim, Zeichel Etzias Mitzrayim, Shema, talk about Mitzrayim, Mitzrayim, Mitzrayim. It's a message for us now that no matter where we are, you shouldn't let the Sahara convince you even for one millisecond that he's not waiting for you and that you can't return. How many kids told me, after what I did, forget it, it's impossible. It's not true. That's the Eight Sahara. That's the worst Eight Sahara. First, the Eight Sahara makes you fall. And then all of a sudden, he turns into a rabbi and he starts saying, Oh, you're so terrible. It's also the Eight Sahara. Says the Nasiv Shalom, when you do a Cheshben HaNefesh, Shivrain Halev Shal Ish Yehudi, the broken heart of a Jewish person that comes Machmas Goydel Hachet because of the tremendous sin, needs to come Tzarech Shetehei. Always from the world of construction. And not from the world of destruction that'll cause Yush to give up and Atzvus and depression. Like the famous Mimer that we know that the Yitzhahara cares more about the depression after the Avera than the Avera himself. So that's what he's saying. Shiver and Alev, a person is brokenhearted. So what happens? He sits down to do a Cheshben HaNefesh. He wants to go ahead and take stock of his life. Yitzhahara says, uh-oh, bad for business. He starts thinking, wow, that was really bad. I'm so low. Bad for business. He's going to get up. He's going to make a Kabbalah. He's going to try to, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? So Yitzhahara says, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to, I'm going to add weight onto it. Yeah, what you did. Ha oh, ha, that's terrible. There's no coming back. You're never going to change. Why make a Kabbalah? You already made a hundred Kabbalahs before. It's not, you're never going to get any better. Nitzahar jumps on with a big white beard, right? Trying to convince you now as in, the, in the voice of the Yitzhah Taiv. You're so horrible, you're so bad. And we think that that's part of feeling the right feeling about our Chet. There's a certain amount of Shiver and Alev, but even that has to be from Olam Habinyon. When you finish your session, you have to be stronger, not weaker. Because if we're weaker, the Yitzhahara wins. Another Nesiv Shalom that comes to mind, he says, very interesting, if you look at the calendar, I'm, I'm adding a little bit to what I believe he means. If you look at the calendar, comes Yom Kippur, you're going to look back, you're going to see dot, dot, sin, you know, sin, sin, stains, here and there. Those stains can be removed. We, we have a miracle stain remover called Yom Kippur. Ki Hashem says, I know you're going to sin. I created a day for a spiritual car wash that's going to make your car brand new. There's no stain that I can't take care of. But the Yitzhahara knows, if I'm just going to have sins, whenever it is, every seven hours, every 12 days, whatever it is, and it's just isolated, but the rest of my Torah and my Avodis Hashem is on a high level, like a tzaddik, so then... 
what's going to happen? I'm going to be a tzaddik a whole year, and I'm going to get stain remover on Yom Kippur, and I'm going to be a great guy. So the Yitzhahara wants to kill us. So after the sin, he tells us, you can't daven, Hashem doesn't want to hear from you. You can't learn. So it says in the Siva Shalom, the problem with the sin, the problem with the Yitzhahara, is that he lowers your whole level of, of doing good. Forget about the bad. When you do good, you're not doing good. When you're doing good, how come you don't daven like Reb Chaim Kanievsky? How come you don't daven like the Godel Adar? Why don't you daven like you davened after Yom Kippur? Because of your sin. <laughs> That's a trick of the Yitzhahara. Not, not only he gave you sin, but he ruined your shachris, your mariv, your mitzvahs, you might some taivim, because we feel like a hypocrite. I just did, I just did a big avera, and now I'm gonna go daven the same full davening? Yeah! Daven the same full davening. I the avera, yom kippur will be mechaper, you could do tshuva, slach lano al chait. There's plenty of ways of getting rid of the sin. So the sin is only ten minutes here, five minutes here, eight minutes there, an hour there, six hours there. It only equals up to a certain amount of time. But when the sin affects our Avaidis Hashem, then our whole Ramah, our whole level of our Ruchnius sinks. That's, you sunk my battleship. That's the trick of the Sahara. That's much more devastating than all of the Averis, because the Averis you can delete. But how can you delete the time that we waste? How can we delete the Tfilas that we did Shvach? How can we delete that? It says in the Siva Shalom, this Tshuva al but there's no tshuva on wasted time. There's no tshuva on not serving Hashem with simcha and islahavos. How could you do tshuva on that? So that's what the Nesiv Shalom says, that when we do a mitzvah, we have to do a tremendous simcha. Every, every, every mitzvah we can chap, we got to chap. Averis, we'll deal with the Averis when we deal with the Averis. We got to chap mitzvahs. We got to be besimcha. Because atzvahs is the worst thing. Every tefillah is uh, uh, down, uh, and that's our biggest enemy that we're up against. Because the Yitzhah makes us feel low. So, Zechel Etzias Mitzrayim. Zechel Etzias Mitzrayim. Hashem is saying, remember Etzias Mitzrayim. How could you think you're low? I loved you when you were Avdeh I, I loved you because the essence of you was good. It's Ahav HaSheinah Tuluya B'davar Ve'enah B'tayla L'Oilam And I want to hear from you. We'll end with this. It says in the Siva Shalom, one of my top thousand Nesiva Shalom's that I love. He brings down, I think, from the Lechavitcha. Yehudi. A Jew, after he just completes a sin called extra super duper bad, and he's not ready to go daven to Hashem right then, he's coming back from wherever, and they say, Atzanta, we need you for minion. <laughs> you don't want me in your minion, fellas. He's, he does the big aver, all of a sudden, mincha, shkia. Ah, I don't think so. A Jew that is not prepared to daven after he does Avera Achamur B'yayser, Laidarchu Raglov Al-Maftanayadus. He didn't enter the threshold of Judaism. The first thing we should teach our kids, this is the most important chinuch for our kids, is when you mess up, Hashem wants you the same and maybe even more. Hashem is more impressed with you that you want to come and, and daven for Him. Hashem wants to hear from all of us in every situation. One more Nesiva Shalom, we'll end with this. Keser yitnu l'cha Hashem aleikeinu. We give a crown to Hashem. Who gives this crown? Malachim hamayne ma'ala, the angels that are above. Im amcha Yisrael, with the nation of Yisrael, kavutze, which I gathered. So he brings that mata, mata, mata. 
Hashem wants the crown. In order for the crown to be full, complete, every single level, every single level, Hashem wants to hear, Shema Yisrael, I, I, I pledge allegiance to you. Shema Yisrael, Hashem Alekeinu Hashem Echad. And even Mata, Mata, Mata. I think since the Nesiva Shalom was written, we could add Mata, 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 Mata. And that's what Hashem wants. Hashem wants that a, a Jew should be in the middle of nowhere, in the bottom of the barrel, and he should say, oh, it's time to daven. I'm going to daven from here. From here. Think about it. Hashem wanted to have a dira batachtoinim. You know how far earth is in Ruchnius from Shemayim? Million, billion, trillion miles. And sometimes Hashem wants a dira even lower tachtoinim. Lower tachtoinim. Hashem wants dear b'tachtainim. And guess what? That's what we're going to give him. That's what we have to teach our kids. Sometimes a person's on the bottom of the world, and he says, Shema Yisrael Hashem, Malkeinu Hashem Achad, and Hashem says, I'm waiting for that. You're mashlim the keser. The crown of Hashem goes on top madrega all the way down. Some people get sent into darkness. Some people are in psych wards. I told over this story recently. A boy who called me up, from a psych ward, from a trauma center. And we made an appointment, 6 o'clock on Erev Shabbos in the summer. And he called me up, he had to be on speakerphone because they don't allow phone calls. And he called me up, he's not religious. I was on the phone with him, 6 o'clock. How you doing? What's doing? How's it going? You good? Yeah, yeah. He says, Avi, could you sing with me? Uh, sh- sure, what do, you want, what do you want to sing? Can you sing Shalom Aleichem? I haven't been home in so long. I, haven't, I don't keep Shabbos for so many years. I miss it. I said, Shalom Aleichem, Malachay Asharis, Malachay Elyon. And I hear him crying. Hashem, look at our worst. I don't think so damaged, thrown into shol raped, abused, molested, confused, confused with, with same-sex attraction, confused with, look at all these kids, what they're struggling with. And what did he want to hear from someone that he trusted? He wanted to sing, and he told me, I'm not keeping Shabbos. This is going to be my Shabbos. Sing with me, Shalom Aleichem. Wow. Which Malachim? Which malachim are, are appointed to such a tzaddik? Which malachim? And then when we were done, he said, Avi, can you bless me? I'm not a rabbi, as you all know. He said, okay, I bless you, that you should be happy. You should be happy. You should feel good about yourself. No, Avi, can you, can you bench me? Can you bless me with the words that my father used to say Friday night? I benched him. And my mistake was, I should have asked him to bench me. What a Jew. What a Jew. What a chilek alakami mao. What a nefesh. What a neshama. What a testimony that no matter how Hashem can take certain people, step on us, burn us, smash us, and at the end of the day, he just wants God so badly. He wants Hashem so bad. Can you bench me with the words that my father benched me? 
We should be zayichet to see a lot of Yiddish Nachas from our kids. We should be zayichet to see a lot of Yiddish Nachas from ourselves. And we should always remember that these are holy souls. These souls are so holy. It doesn't matter what they say, what they said, what they did. We are a piece of Hashem that can never be extinguished. Hasna enenu uko.